Podcast. I'm your host, Coach John Spurlock. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Today's episode, I'm jumping right into it because I'm the only person here. So I'm going to be talking through what our volleyball in-season training program looks like. And if you haven't noticed the past few episodes that we've done, we've really been diving into what our strength coaches are doing with our student athletes, doing with our teams here at Kentucky, in the weight room, in conditioning, on the court, whatever it might be. So today I want to talk about volleyball. And like I said, the biggest thing I want to hit on is what we're doing currently during our competitive season here in the fall semester. But before I get into that, I want to give a little bit of context and I want to take a step back and really look at our volleyball training as it starts from our early off season, as we work into our 20 hour period during the spring into the summer. I want you I want you guys to have an understanding of what we're doing and how it leads up to what we are doing currently in our in season training. So let's take a step back. So at the end of our season in December, the team goes home for the month of December. Um, for that winter break, Christmas period, spend the holidays with their family. That's their time to re- relax, rest, recover from uh, the season that they just had. I will send them some workouts during that time, but really I want them to recover. I want them to stay active. I want them to go on walks with their dog, take a spin class with their with their sister or a friend, something like that. But the the main emphasis is for them to recover. Then Once January hits, school here at Kentucky typically starts around the second week. Um, During that time, early offseason, January, February, early March, the team sees me quite a bit. So they're with me four times a week. And just breaking down a typical week of our early offseason, it looks something like this. Monday is typically a dedicated lift day. So we are in the weight room for about 60 minutes. Tuesday, it's a little bit of combination of both. Typically, we'll start on the court doing some sort of speed, agility, plyometric, conditioning training for 45 minutes, let's say. And then we head into the weight room after that and we hit some sort of upper body and core um, lift. That typically, that workout on Tuesday is typically closer to 75 to 90 minutes long. Then on Wednesday, Since we've had two hard days of workouts, Wednesday is typically a recovery day where they don't see me at all. They get to sleep in, go to class. They might have an individual with the coaches, but nothing with me on Wednesdays. Then we get to Thursday. Thursday is typically a conditioning day for us. We'll still hit some speed, agility, plyometric movements, but that's going to be our longer conditioning day. Uh, And that's all we're doing. Nothing in the weight room on Thursday, but then we come back on Friday. Friday is typically the day that I go heavy on their legs. So we are just in the weight room, typically the day where I have a barbell on their back or a hex bar in their hand and we're doing deadlifts, but that's our heavy lower body day on Friday. I do that on Friday because 99% of the time, Saturday and Sunday are going to be our off day. So they are able to recover on the weekend, get ready for that next week of training. So that's early off season. Now that takes us up to spring break. After spring break, the team gets back and they are in their 20 hour period. So what that means is they're with the coaches a heck of a lot more than where the, than what they were doing in the early off season. 
what that means for me is I got to back off a little bit. So the volume on the court spikes up volume with me needs to come down a little bit. So instead of seeing me four days a week, depending on what our schedule looks like, whether we are having a match that week, whether we got to travel to that match, um, we're going two to three times a week. Typically during that time as well, unless I feel like there is a main um, deficiency in our fitness, our conditioning workouts typically uh, fall off. We're not doing a lot of, you know, fitness shuttles on the court or anything like that. They will come in, we'll get a combination of a lift, a speed, a plyometric and agility workout. And like I said, we'll do that about two to three times per week. That will take us from the week after spring break. So mid-March all the way through April. Once we get into April and, you know, it's dead week, it's finals week. Workouts with me um, become voluntary. And then for the month of May, the team is able to go home. That's the time for them to, once again, similar to December, recharge, uh, see their family, hang out with friends. I still want them to work out during that time. And I'll send them workouts during the month of May. But what they do exactly, I want them to take some ownership of. So if you want to do the fitness run that I sent you, or if you want to do this lift that I sent you, awesome if you would prefer to take let's go back to take a hot yoga class or a spin class with a friend a family member during that time that's completely up to them and as long as they are staying active and they are leading themselves meaning that they are planning out when they're going to work out it's not something that's reactionary but it's like hey i'm going to wake up on this morning and take this 8 a.m spin class that's exactly what i want them to do i want them to take ownership with um, how their body is feeling, maintaining their fitness, but also really enjoying it as well and being able to spend that quality time with their friends and family. So that's the month of May. Then, because and I really like that emphasis in the month of May, because once June and July hit, they're with me and they see me once again, about four times a week. And we are going hard during our summer training program. Uh, all workouts are voluntary. So the volleyball team typically comes back as a team. Um, and they are with me four days a week, a Monday, Tuesday, off on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. The biggest difference between what we were doing in the early off season when we were going four days a week is that the volume in the summer is so much higher. I need to make sure that our bodies are getting prepared for the upcoming fall season. And really the volume that's going to be coming their way during their preseason camp in early August when, you know, they really haven't been on the court with Craig and the rest of the coaches since April. So I know the volume on the court's going to be high. So I got to make sure that our volume in June and July progressively gets higher and higher. So their bodies are able to handle that load once they start their preseason camp. Now, once they start their preseason camp, this kind of leads into our in-season programming. But like I said, volume on the court is high. I do not do any or very little jumping with them in the weight room or during their workouts with me. And during preseason camp, early August, they see me about twice a week. And I'm really trying to just make sure that our movement patterns are solid. We're going pretty low volume, pretty low intensity, but I want to make sure that we maintain good technique. We maintain our range of motion so that when the volume kind of falls off a little bit on the volleyball side once camp is over and I can pick up my volume and my intensity that we're not crazy sore in our in-season period. 
So that kind of leads me into uh, where we're at right now, which is volleyballs in the beginning stages, almost middle of the uh, middle of the um, schedule in regards to our SEC play. But just talking through what we do in regards to strength and conditioning during the season with our volleyball team. First thing I wanted to touch on is our frequency for those that are playing. And it really comes back to our team lifts. We come in as a team um, two times per week. And depending on when our matches are that week, if we're traveling, when our off day is, that will kind of determine um, when we're actually working out those days. Now, I will say this, that if we have a low volume player, a player that is not getting into the matches a lot, they will do some extra workouts with me. Um, and that will kind of be tailored to exactly what they need. Maybe it's fitness they need to work on. Maybe it's their change of direction. Maybe it's their, just their general strength. But we will have some extra workouts with those players that are not getting into the matches um, any or very little. Um, other things I like to think about um, when we do lift is I don't if we don't have to, I don't want to wake them up early. Um, I want to make sure that we're prioritizing our sleep, prioritizing our recovery. So if we can avoid early morning workouts, we will. So to give you some um, real life examples here this week, our off day was Monday. So we lifted on Tuesday morning. And I had the team come in in small groups around their class schedule. And the earliest group was 8.15 a.m. Then we lifted again on Wednesday morning before our practice block. And this Tuesday, Wednesday lift schedule worked well for this week because we're on the road right now. So Thursday was a travel day. And then, then today's Friday. So we have a match against Missouri at Missouri today. So kind of comparing that to next week we our off days are mondays are required off day tuesday is a flex day and we don't play till sunday and then saturday's a, a travel day because it's at tennessee so my plan for next week is that we're going to since we're off monday tuesday we're going to lift wednesday and lift friday as well before our practice block i could have done a thursday lift day instead of uh maybe at the friday but that is also a day that I want to get the vertex out, measure their verticals, see where we are in October. And I would prefer not to add any stress onto our players before we do something like that. Next thing I wanted to talk about is like, what are we actually doing in the weight room during this time? Um, one of my biggest goals is to make sure that we are maintaining our max strength and max power. Um, and we're doing that by hitting whatever movements we need to hit relatively high intensity about about once every three weeks so for power i want to make sure that we're hitting relatively high intensity uh, for our hand cleans for our max lower body strength i've implemented hex bar deadlifts this past off season so that's the movement i've been using this fall we'll get anywhere between a single double or triple working up to intensities up to 85 92 percent for our hex bar deadlifts for our upper body pressing strength i go back and forth between a uh, dumbbell incline bench and single arm landmine press i've really enjoyed that landmine press with our volleyball team um lastly i will program in some heavy upper body pulling movements as well and uh, three movements i kind of go back and forth between are pull-ups sometimes just a body weight pull-up is exactly what some of our players need um, to maintain our pulling strength 
I will also throw in some lat pull downs, single arm lat pull downs, single arm dumbbell bent row as well. Talking about other things I like to emphasize in the weight room in our in-season program is each week we're doing some sort of dynamic effort, Olympic lifting movement. So if we're not going heavy on hang cleans, I'll probably do a super fast, low intensity hang clean. Uh, if we are going heavy on hang cleans, that will I'll typically switch to hang snatch. So we're moving that barbell overhead as fast as we can. I also want to make sure that we're emphasizing each week our some sort of single leg movement. And sometimes it's a combination of lunge variation. So right now in our program, the two main movements that I've been throwing at them are a lateral lunge and a bowler lunge as well. I also want to make sure our hamstrings stay healthy throughout the season. So we do a variety of like single leg glute bridge movements, leg curls with the Soreneps rollers, also throw in some partner GHR or Nordic hamstring curls with the team as well. So along with their keeping their hamstrings healthy, I just want to make sure our ankles stay healthy as well. So we do a lot of single leg balance work. Um, I'll put them on an Eric's pad. We'll add some sort of dynamic component to it as well. We'll also do some very low intensity single leg hops where I really want them to hone in on their foot contact, their foot balance, and just making sure that our mechanics when we take off and land stay solid throughout the fall semester. From a shoulder standpoint, uh, we do do some shoulder strengthening work, some shoulder prehab work in the weight room, like YCs, Ws, and Ls, Scarecrows, our iron scap routine. But the team does do an extensive shoulder routine before practice each day um, as they warm up. So I try not to double up on those movements. Lastly, the note that, the last note that I had was let's talk about our, you know, how we train our core during the season. The majority of the movements that I program during the season are static exercise, front planks, side planks, uh, and different variations uh, of those movements. I'll also throw in a lot of anti-rotation and anti-extension movements as well. And I, with those, I'm trying to fight against the sport because the team is doing a ton of swinging, a ton of rotating during practice. So I want to make sure that I don't add a lot of volume on my end in regards to how much they're rotating throughout the season. And that's a general breakdown of what I'm doing with the volleyball team during the season. I think as I think through, you know, everything that I throw at this team, uh, especially during the end season, there's a lot of different components that you got to think through. And I, I think it's important to understand the sport, understand what your specific team needs. But I, in order to be a really good strength coach on the college level, you got to be able to take that knowledge base, take that information that you have and be able to implement it around the parameters that come with college athletics. So you're dealing with class schedules, dealing with, you know, a high volume of practice time as well. You're dealing with off days, flex days, um, and everything that comes from a compliance standpoint. So I guess my main message is for those young strength coaches out there, great to have the knowledge about a sport and everything that you want to get done, but you got to figure out how it works with the, 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 the situation that you're in, in college athletics. And that's where I will leave it today. I appreciate everybody for listening. If you have any questions for us, don't hesitate to reach out to us at ukstrength.uky.edu. Thanks and go Cats.